0: Live from the Watch Dogs Radio studio in Atlanta, Georgia, and the Watch Dogs National Office in Springdale, Arkansas, you are listening to Watch Dogs Radio. Watch Dogs Radio is a production of the Dads of Great Students program of the National Center of Fathering. For more information, go to fathers.com slash watchdogs. And now, here's the host of Watchdogs Radio, Keith Shoemaker.
1: Well, good morning on the West Coast, good afternoon on the East Coast. This is Keith Shoemaker with another edition of Watch Dogs Radio. We are in episode number 136, and uh, we are having a great time. It has been a very, very busy week in the Watch Dogs world, and we are moving forward. We're getting more families, more dads, a chance to be involved in their Child's education. Well let me bring on my good friend and co host. Apparently, uh somehow I need to know that he needs a shave. I don't understand what that's about. But uh anyway, Chris Dan at the watchdogs National Office in Springdale, Arkansas. How you doing, my friend?
0: Well, Keith, I'm good, uh doing great. And when I put, you know, sec uh for my beloved Hogs and uh my beloved conference. You always put, you know, lost the championship game or, or you know, Homer, so uh just wanted <laughs> to uh you know, throw you a curveball. But Keith I'm good. I am good. We are winding down the the month of April. Uh you know, I had a son that turned fifteen last Friday, uh our middle middle child and uh you know, right now here at Watch Dogs we're in four thousand six hundred and twenty two schools, Keith, that have kicked off the watch dogs program. We have another 200 or so that are set to launch. Hopefully, you know, uh, maybe, you know, 30% of those uh, 200 uh, Mm -hmm. will launch sometime here before school gets out. Mm -hmm. So uh, we continue to grow, and uh, right now we we have a special uh, for schools to get their replenish pack or their value refill pack. They can, you know, get an additional savings by ordering what we call the early bird If they order by this Friday, they'll save 15% off the regular price. And so uh, it's already bundled out of savings, you know, and so they can really save some money, uh, save 15% by ordering uh, by, you know, the end of April.
1: Okay, and that's that's a little bit different than we used to do. We used to do the – we used to call it the – the renewal kit, renewal we don't kit. call it that anymore. We've changed it up a little bit, made it a little bit more affordable. So uh, so that's great. We uh, would love to hear that. And uh, I've heard had quite a few questions about that. Uh, you know, this has been the busy, busy month of April. And what people don't realize is that pretty much most of your PTAs uh, at the state level, most of your school PTAs are having their changeover of their officers now because they're getting ready to launch next year they're getting ready to to change over so that when they open the doors they know who the pta uh, board members are going to be as they move forward and of course we encourage you to do that the same with your watchdogs program now is the time you need to be getting in line who is your top dog team going to be next year and a lot of quite a few of the schools that run the watchdogs program run it through their pta so it's a sort of a, uh, a committee or a uh, chairmanship that is, uh, is stepped down on down through the board. Uh, it, it could be the male engagement chairman for your local PTA that, uh, that runs the watchdogs program. But uh, if you're not, uh, if, once again, if you're in a traditional scheduled school, I will preface by saying that we do have several year-round schools that run our program, but you want to now is the time to be figuring out who your leaders are going to be Coming into next year, you know, myself, I'm going to be leaving the school that I'm at. I, you know, my daughter's a fifth grader, so I'm going to be moving up with her. So we're in the process of getting those new people uh, trained and figuring out who they're going to be, getting them through the Watchdog Seven Steps to Success training, which is so important uh, that, that you have that as you're moving into the Watchdogs program. But uh, Chris, I've had uh, quite a busy, quite a busy month, and uh, so has Eric and i think eric spent the weekend in kansas uh i spent the weekend i don't know if you saw my post on uh facebook chris though uh, but i did uh, i made a pilgrimage to the holy land did uh, did you notice uh my post on facebook
0: uh no keith uh, i, I did not see you coming to uh you know i was at ohio the, stadium Alabama. on uh
1: <laughs> i was at ohio stadium on friday uh it was raining but i did get some pictures and i did uh you know, I made sure I picked up a uh, a Sugar Bowl and an Undisputed National Championship uh, T-shirt, so...
0: Hey, man, you need to. to you, you need to. You've had to wait like nine years to do so, so... you know <laughs>
1: Exactly. <laughs>
0: hey, I don't blame you. I do the exact same thing if, you know, uh, the tables were turned and Arkansas, you know, was able to carry on the tradition, uh, or, or start a new tradition, actually, you know, mm-hmm. but uh, it's going to be a few years, uh, and so... I hope and so uh you know I'll I'll stay positive and uh you know keep my fingers crossed but Keith, I wanted to mention real quick before we get to our guest uh you know here coming up next month uh you know uh, we had a kind of a special for our dads meaning uh any person who hasn't placed to order any mom who hasn't placed to order a guardian uh who's a watchdog you know or who 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 helps with the watchdog's program uh, any new accounts, they can uh, place an order and get 20% off their entire order. Uh, you know, in schools with a replenish kit or value refill pack, they were able to save 15% this month. Uh, we're looking to have a, a kind of a, a rollout, a, a, a kind of a special for our schools next month, mm-hmm. meaning oh, okay. you order X amount of supplies, mm-hmm. you'll get a free gift. And so. Okay. Just encouraging schools to use that money that they have uh PTAs that have money who haven't uh got their uh who haven't used those funds yet kind of a you know kind of a reward if you order x amount of dollars uh mm-hmm. you'll get a free gift so uh our schools need to you know be looking for that email uh okay. next month uh, okay that we'll have on the dog store
1: okay well uh I did want to uh give a a uh, couple of shout outs here i uh as i said this was a very busy you know Traveling, uh, I got a chance to go to uh, the Maryland School Counselors Association conference up in Greenbelt, Maryland. This uh, well, it's actually about two weeks ago now, but uh, a great group of people. They're very interested in, uh, in moving forward. They're very engaged in uh, in parent engagement, and it's uh, it's always great. I love the school counselors. They're they're always a great, a very receptive audience. They get it. They know what it is that we're trying to do and how important it is to have that male role model, that father figure uh, in every child's life. You know, we've said for years that it's not more important. It's not better than what the women do. It's not it, right. it's not anything better than, than what a PTA mom does or the the great, tremendous women in education. But it's just different. It's the other half. And when you bring that other half in, It just makes so much of a difference. So I enjoy uh, quite a bit. If you're listening and you are a school counselor, if you are a school counselor leader and you're putting together a conference, uh, particularly state-level, region-level conferences, give us a call and see if we can fit you into our schedule. We will come out and do the Watchdog Seven Steps to Success training live uh, at your uh, your workshop. I also had a chance to go out to, you know, Chris, I am a member of Battleborn PTA. Do you know what that is?
0: Uh, I am assuming it's a school in Maryland.
1: Nope, it is not. <laughs> the uh, The motto of the state of Nevada is Battleborn, and the statewide PTA for the state of Nevada is known as the Battleborn PTA. And uh, I joined that PTA a couple of years ago, uh, just because I've had the great opportunity to work with such fantastic uh people as uh Dave Flatt, who is the incoming Nevada PTA president, uh John aka Kurt Kirtley, a uh, very yes, good friend sir. of mine. And uh um, and Amy Henderson who is the uh, outgoing PTA president in uh, in Nevada. And it's just it's a great, great group of people, but they have done so much for parent engagement in the state of Nevada, and, and particularly in Clark County and Washoe County, with the two largest cities of uh, Las Vegas and Reno. And the numbers of schools that they have brought on board with the Watchdogs program, and they're actually doing something a little bit different as far as a PTA or a state level PTA. They are going in and providing the Watchdogs training, not the Watchdogs training, but a presentation on Watchdogs to schools that are not PTA schools. And what is really interesting, the way it's working out, is that as they are presenting this, they're coming in as Nevada PTA, offering their services to a non-PTA school, bringing in watchdogs, and then as they see the benefit of watchdogs, they realize the benefit of PTA. So now we are seeing non-PTA schools bringing in watchdogs, and as a result of bringing in watchdogs, they're becoming... PTA school, so we're bringing everybody in the family, and it's, it's really been uh, really been impressive, but those are some great folks out there, and I tell you what, Chris, I did another thing this past weekend, and I don't know why it's taken me so long to do this, but I am also a member of Ohio PTA as well, and of course you know that's where I grew up, but uh, oh, yeah. I've, I've spoken for the last four years at their conference, but have I have not, uh, I've not ponied up and become a member, so I am now officially a member of Ohio PTA as well.
0: Oh yes, sir. And you know, it's kind of kind of funny to, to you know to, to sit back and listen to you, uh, you know, because you know we both agree what we have to offer isn't any better than what women have to offer. You know, we know it's 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 you know different, it's unique, and it's missing, and so many uh, homes and so many schools. Uh, you know, having that uh, that father voice to you know talk to talk to a man. You know, but you know, you and I both have our our, our better halves, uh mm-hmm. our spouses who are in education. Mine's going on her I think her eighth year, yours is going on her twenty plus years of of education. Um uh, we both have been watchdogs. Mm-hmm. We both have children who are in school right now. We're both actively engaged in our PTAs and uh like yourself, you know, I'm a member of like five PTAs, you know, uh two that are in Arkansas and then you know, like one in Kansas, one in Missouri, and I think one in New York. Uh, mm-hmm. Just for meeting people uh, exactly. when we had that uh, conference uh, that we had down in Atlanta. So it's just kind of, you know, just ask, and people will join your PTA. Ask them in mm-hmm. specifically. and so The main
1: join. reason people don't join is because nobody asks them. That's, That's right. right. Hey, uh, as we head into the break here, I want to give another shout-out to a very, very important person in my life. That is the uh, GISA Region 1 3A 100 meter and 4x400 champion. My daughter, Daisy, she might uh, she performed very well in the uh, region last week at Chicago State. So what's gonna We're going to head off into the break. We'll come back in just a few minutes with Watch Dogs Radio, episode number 136. remember what it was like when we were in school? Well, today's classrooms are nothing like we remember. Education in today's world is a very dynamic and interactive experience. So, Dad, if you're trying to support your children in their education based on the memories of your education, you may be way off base. So, how does a father in today's world learn to support the education of his children? You have to step into the classroom and into the teacher's world. Of course, for important security reasons, you can't just walk into a school. The National Dads of Great Students program, known as Watchdogs, gives dads a chance to step into their children's classroom in a positive and supportive way and learn about supporting teachers and their students in today's educational environment. Over 4500 schools are currently using the Watchdogs program to engage dads in their community. Call your school to see if a Watchdogs program is available. If not, go to fathers.com/watchdogs to learn more. This message is brought to you by the National Center for Fathering and this station. Hey, how you doing? This is Bobby Boucher. I wish I would have had a watchdog at my school and had a positive
2: male role model in my life. Instead at home, I had Steve. Uh Sign up
1: to be a watchdog now and don't be a Steve.
2: Uh Thank you. Hey, Dad, have you ever wanted to know what my day is really like at school? Now you can find out. You can be a watchdog for a day at my school. Dog stands for Dad's a Great Student. Watchdogs are great. They greet me and my friends at the door in the morning and spend time with us in our classrooms. At lunch, at recess, and at the end of the day, they make sure we go safe. I know my education is important to you, and I would be so proud if you could come. Madison's dad has already volunteered, and he is coming back again soon. I love you, Dad.
1: Go to fathers.com watchdogs.
0: You're
1: listening to Watch Dogs Radio. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Watch Dogs Radio. I'm your host, Keith Shoemaker, coming to you live from the Watch Dogs Radio studio in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm also joined today by my very special friend and co-host, Mr. Chris Dannenauer, who is at the Watchdogs National Office in Springdale, Arkansas. You know, we are constantly talking about, you know, how we better relate to our kids, what we need to do for our kids, and, and just how we can be better parents. And there is there is a lot of people out there that are looking at this. I mean, let's face it, every one of us, everybody has parents and And uh, a large number of those have kids, and we're just trying to do the best we can with what we've got with the resources that we have available. And, you know, as I travel around the country, I get a chance to meet some really tremendous, amazing people that are doing some great works in all parts of the country. And uh, last month, I had a chance to travel out to Seattle, out to the state of Washington, and I spoke at the Washington School Counselors Conference and, and once again, met some great people out there. But some of the people that I love to meet are the, the people that are in the vending areas, the people that are trying to show off the great work that they've done, to be able to make connections and and, uh, have networking. And one of the people that I got to meet uh, out in Seattle was Dr. Kathy Masseri, who is actually from Oregon. But uh, Dr. Masseri is a, or actually was a pediatrician, and started to see some things that maybe she wanted to do a little bit better or help extra support. I'm going to have her uh, explain all that to us. Uh, Dr. Kathy Masseri, welcome to Watch Dogs Radio. We're so proud to have you with us today.
2: Oh, thanks so much, Keith. Glad to be here.
1: Well, we've been uh, talking. We had a little chance to talk earlier today. Uh, you've had a chance to uh, do some great research and, and put some books together. Some, some just almost like a, uh, a instruction manual on how to go about. You know, the some of the best practices of being a parent. So, how about let, let's let's take about go back and talk about. You were a pediatrician in the uh, '80s and uh, in early '90s. Am I correct? You got it. And and what? Yes, and then
2: um, my own kids. uh, A couple things happened. I started seeing a lot of pretty serious problems in the teens of my practice, and the parents seemed like they were, you know, pretty good parents, and yet these kids were really falling off the into some serious problems of drugs and alcohol and violence and promiscuity and all the stuff we worry about with mm-hmm. our teenagers and my own kids were uh at 10 and 12 so I was starting to like wow how can i protect us at this you know how can i what can i do early in the game uh, or help parents find what can i find, help find so that we can prevent these problems rather than wait till they happen and try to fix them
1: exactly okay now, you have, uh, you have done some research and written a couple of books. And uh, one of the books that I have uh, here with me, and it, it's just a tremendous, uh, tremendous amount of information. I mean, this thing is just packed. It's, uh, it's labeled so that you can make e- easy reference to it. And, and the one, of course, I picked up is uh, Raising Our Daughters, because I have daughters. But you've written both Raising Our Daughters and Raising Our Sons. Can, so can you tell us a little bit about how those books came together?
2: Yeah, that that was very fun. I I am a voracious adult learner. I love learning in community and I love writing books in community. So we we read about 50 or 60 books on daughters and as a group of about I think it was about 25 of us met regularly for a year reading everything we could get our hands on about daughters and then we compressed the best of what we learned into that book called Raising Our Daughters there's 120 authors and about 500 resources i like to call it the cliff notes of raising a girl and so it's not it doesn't have everything um obviously there's so much out there but it, it you can get a taste of it it allows parents to explore and say hey i really like the way this author speaks or talks to me so i want to go get their book it, and it helps people find what speaks to them because I think each each of us parents have a very unique parenting path. And as you and I talked about, it's a very unique path with each of our kids. So we have to be mm-hmm. two or three parents, depending on how many – or four, how many <laughs> kids we have. And exactly. and then we have to change all the time because even that kid changes. So it's just nice to know what the tools are out there, what the what the different source resources are.
1: hmm and just to give people a an idea of the amount of information in this book, I mean this thing is 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 as thick as a metropolitan phone book for those of us that are have been around long enough to know what a phone book was. <laughs> but, yeah, four hundred pages. Uh, yeah, it, this thing, and uh, you know, I've referred to it, you know, several times. Uh, it just since I picked it up, and it's it's been a, a great resource. So uh, so now we've done uh, raising our daughters, raising our sons and there was still there was still more there was still a need for more what uh and and that was when you came up with the idea for your next book
2: yeah really I, you know after raising writing raising our daughters and raising our sons i thought i kind of covered the covered everything uh what happened over the next 5 to 10 years was some concern about um kids and their relationships with others. We have seen lots of research that empathy is going down, that mm-hmm. kids are less and less, each generation of kids, or each year of kids is less and less cares what's going on for other people. That's, empathy going down is very concerning uh, for a healthy culture. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then the the way kids were treating each other uh, in, in school and at, uh, and Via cyberbullying was mm-hmm. very concerning. So we wanted to, so we wrote a third book, Getting More About Kids' Social Lives. It's called Face to Face. We oh. are wanting to encourage our children to have as men, much face to face experience with communicating with people as possible. That's, that's what we were wired biologically to do. And screens exactly. do not do that.
1: Mm hmm. And, uh, you know, I've noticed, and I mentioned this to you when we were talking before the show, it's almost like it's easy to to be mean or to be nasty when you're looking at the face of a phone and just words. And exactly. even now, I was even noticing, you know, on my own daughter's uh, phone, you know, I was just going over her, um, her phone history. And I'm realizing that, you know, in a two week, maybe a week and a half to two week span, she only has like. Two or three actual phone calls, so now not only are we not looking at the people and not even talking to the people where you can hear the tone and, and the intonation in somebody 's voice it 's all text it 's all email it 's all you know everything is is in a uh, digital format, and even to the point of where a lot of our kids are not even using full statements, full words, you know, it's L O L, it's uh, you know it, it's 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 R O F L it's all these uh acronyms. So we have depersonalized personal communication.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Sound bites. And and the other thing that that's ha wrecking havoc on and, and we are not exempt from this is our attention span is going down on in all of us. I know We're so is. used to this rapid boo boop boo boop boo boop 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 sound bites. That are delivered in our on our phones and via you know whether we're watching movies or or TV shows or or whatever playing video games Facebook it's all sound bites little brief blah 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 and our mm-hmm. brains are not practicing concentrating and staying with a thought very long so we're we're losing our ability to do that if you don't use it you lose it
1: exactly and. So. And I've seen, uh, and I've actually heard several uh, statements, uh, well, within, well, I guess within the last year or two, where that the the students, the children that are coming into elementary school now, your kindergartens, first grade, second graders, these students have, for their entire life, had a screen in front of them. They've never had to look out the window and see a bird. They've never had to... Uh, interact with their with their environment because their total focus. You know, when it, when a child is impatient or when a child is restless, you know, throw that phone in their hand, and they're so used to that blast of stimulation that everything else is just boring to them. And it's it seems yeah. to be a a trend and, it, and a scary trend at that.
2: Well, it's so. It's so compelling. We are so busy in our own adult lives and what's expected of us as fa- as parents and as workers in today's culture that we are craving calm, and there is nothing that will calm your kids better. You might as well shoot heroin in their veins. Put them in front of the screen. They don't move. They don't bother you. They don't talk. They don't fight. They're so quiet, and it gives you a break. So it's very seductive for us parents to use that. When we need a break, and mm-hmm. and what we don't realize is how we're creating a you know kind of addictive patterns in our kids. That that's what they need then in order to feel satisfied in their lives. So we have to be careful with that one.
1: Yes, that that's for sure. And the other and thing,
2: yeah. um, I wanted to mention. Uh, yes, my books are all three are designed. They're big fat books, and very few parents sit down and read a book like that. They are mm-hmm. designed to be discussion guides. They are designed to read a little bit once a month, get together with other parents struggling also with these issues. They are not easy solutions mm-hmm. and how, how what works in your home, what works in this school in this community in this neighborhood that's that's where the action is is to talk with other parents like we did. When we had little kids, we talked all the time with what what other people were doing and how they were managing temper tantrums, but um, we quit doing that when our kids go off to school, and we need it more than ever, especially mm-hmm. as we go into the tween and teen years. We really need to be talking to other parents. That's critical. It's an yes. untapped resource.
1: Absolutely, and then, of course, you know talking to your kids, but uh, you know, like you said, this yeah. is not a sit-down-on-the-weekend, cover-to-cover book. This is something that you know you can refer back to i mean I've, I've got it on my bookshelf here and i'll be referring back to it uh quite a bit and uh, one thing i want to make sure before we uh do run out of time here um if somebody wants to get a copy of uh one or both one or two or all three of your books how would they do it are they available on amazon or do they contact you what's the best way to uh look up your information
2: uh, great way for them to get tons of also, free information is on my website, which is at family-empower.com. So I've, we've got a free newsletter that people can start getting from us, and then you can get our books for 20% off right there on the website. Just click through and, and order them through us, and you'll get that deal.
1: So Great. and the that best deal. Family, and then I have
2: a couple of videos, too.
1: Okay, family empower dot com. I just want to make sure I yep. get that uh, get that yep, out there. Yep, that's it. So okay, well we've uh, we've got just a few uh, about a minute left here. Uh, is there anything else you want to uh, give us, and uh, we'll be uh, we'll be ready to head out of here.
2: Well, Keith, you mentioned it. Um, bottom line, bottom three words, the three words to hang on to for your parenting is connect with kids. That's it. What mm-hmm. how what what works to connect with each of your kids and all the other kids in your neighborhood and your in your life because mm-hmm. it's caring adults that help uh carry our kids through so not it's wonderful to be connected with your parents it's also wonderful to be connected with your parents best friends mm-hmm. <laughs> and well, other adults that care about you
1: and actually so, that's what we say quite often in watchdogs that we're doing this you know as a community we're Supporting our kids, supporting our schools, and being there for them. So thank you so much, Dr. Kathy Masseri, for joining us today on Watch Dogs Radio. All
2: right, Keith.
1: And that's it. We are done with Watch Dogs Radio, episode number 136. Join us again next Tuesday. WatchdogsRadio.com. Give us a call 888-540-647. Thank you for joining us in another edition of Watchdogs Radio. Watch Dogs Radio is a production of the Dads of Great Students program of the National Center for Fathering. For more information on the Watchdogs program and how to bring this great program to your school, go to Fathers.com slash Watchdogs. Remember, the only schools that don't have a Watchdogs program are the ones that just don't know enough about us. And now for Eric and Chris and the staff at the Watchdogs National Office in Springdale, this is Keith Shoemaker. Be sure to join us next week. Have a great week.